0: Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. If- well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alaskar Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. Indeed we do, and uh, we are here. It's Wednesday, August 26th already, and more unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after, uh, really, I thought a very interesting speech by Melania. That's just me. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. And on YouTube, you're, you're seeing me here too, which is great. Follow me here. Subscribe here as well. On the onset of this podcast, I want to make it very clear uh, a couple of things. Firstly, no one should be shot eight times if they are a perpetrator and committed a crime. That is cops, a cop or two, taking their duties to a level that shouldn't be taken. No, you prosecute the person that's committed the crime. You don't shoot them. Eight times. Now, they say he had a knife. And actually, other video has shown that this Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin, started waving something around and saying, step back or something after he left the house. Anyway, point is, he should not have been shot eight times. So you have him to drop the knife? <clears throat> Start with tasing, for sure, if you had to. But no, eight times is a lot. Eight holes in the body, as his father says, is a lot. I won't visit this back in a minute because there's some disturbing stuff about this guy that I think we should address too. Secondly, of course, no one should be kneeled to death. And of course, in the Eric Garner case, no one should be choked to death. Um, There is a difference between resisting arrest and just keeping your hands around the neck of someone. And that was just, that was horrible to see. We're not going to deny that. But at the end of the day, what I think people are starting to forget is that cops are called on scenes because of a crime. I don't believe George Floyd counterfeit $20 is enough of a crime to kneel on him to death. We can all agree on that. And and really, uh, the grocery worker, you could say he was trying to do the right thing and trying to get him to give a real 20. I don't know. It just didn't feel right. But for the most part, whenever these things start, it's because of a crime. And... The question I feel is now becoming is, do we just excuse all crime? Or do we say that, let's say, Mr. Blake survives? This man should still be uh, prosecuted for the third-degree sexual assault. That, That is on his record. That is proven. That is reported. That is on his warrant, as a matter of fact. Or should he be let go? Should the trauma of these shootings outweigh the fact that, yes, he's not going to be held accountable for committing sexual assault on someone, on a woman? And see, this is such a risky line to take because if people donated millions to a GoFundMe for this person after he got shot. Eight times, and I—I I don't know. I just think in these cases, we have to say yes. What—what what ended up happening um, due to this shooting is that people donated to GoFundMe, million, a million plus dollars. And so, it seems like they didn't really research that he actually did commit a very serious set of crimes, mainly sexual assault. And I'm just going to say, if he survives, I think he should still be prosecuted for that. To say, justice will be had for that woman who filed the report against him. Do you agree? Alex.Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T, 21, at yahoo.com. The fundamental idea here is that, yes, police need to act better in certain situations. But let's also research who who's being taken down, who's being shot, and say, okay, yes, this was a big, big Perfect thing. Eight shots. Eight holes in the body. Most likely parallel. But shouldn't we still uphold justice and the justice system by arguing he should still be tried for committing sexual assault? Because if he doesn't and we just start forgetting the crimes that some of these people have already committed and I'm aware George Floyd had all those things but I'm not going to hold that against him because you know what, he was on his rebound I really believe that to this day but if you're brandishing a knife and there's video of you walking outside your home pointing, I I guess it was a knife at at the cops and saying you're not going to do this, don't do this and And it seems like they weren't able to get him subdued at all. I have to question what what happens after the recovery. Because if what happens after the recovery, he's allowed back out. It then sends the message that this assault he committed, third degree, isn't really worth prosecuting. Therefore, the quote-unquote Me Too movement, which is a movement Start to become questionable if not everyone is held to that standard of being prosecuted and whatnot. So, and, and I got to be honest, I really hope that um, he survives this. But I say if he does, we have to bring him to justice and the woman who filed this report to justice. But the other thought that's been wrangling my mind the last few days, because I keep getting reports, shootings up in New York again, overnight. Even in Kenosha, there was one dead and two injured amidst the protests. What we're seeing is what I would say, crime never being unlocked. See, they have had people that are good people agree to lock in for the name of safety Wall biters locking in for the name of safety. And what, what do we get as a treat for locking in to be safe? The treat we happened to get was police being uh, told to stand down in New York City, in Chicago and in other places that said we're going to just loot and riot and burn and and then make your business boarded up. Is that, Is that right? Should that have been the reward for flattening the curve? I don't think so. But some say, and then they misquote, I'm okay about writing. That riding's okay because it's justified. It's not. Again, shooting someone eight times kneeling on a neck till the person dies and of course choke holding that's the third one choke holding someone who's a lot bigger than you until he cannot breathe those don't sit well. and those shouldn't sit well with anyone but where the disconnect is people aren't agreeing with you that some people anyway aren't agreeing with you that rioting isn't good. They actually support it and say, yeah, keep it going. I would say both are pretty bad. I would say for flattening the curve here in America, the reward shouldn't have been the rioters coming in at like 10, 11 at night. The reward shouldn't have been paralyzed by fear that a firework could wake you up or even shake your house in the middle of the night. But that's also what we were dealing with here in New York for a few weeks, and in Boston, and elsewhere. Those weren't just fireworks. Those were, I don't even know what they were. But that should not have been the reward for flattening the curve here in America. And yet, that's what we got. And it's just like anything else. law abiders who abide by everything, will always, I would hate to say, be at a disadvantage because criminals, they're just, I I really believe those who are shooting up New York City are having the time of their life. And what do we do? And we're trying to flatten the curve while that's going on. Criminals should not be having the time of their life here in New York City. Crime should be on lockdown. But we know that people and those who have uh, you know, a gun off the black market and want to shoot up a neighborhood in New York. So they're going to do it because they don't feel like they're on lockdown. Because the honest reality is crime is never unlocked. It can be if policing really was taken more seriously uh, by those who wear the badge, actually, and by those who lead the badge, like the mayor and the governor of these states and cities, it can be a lockdown. But I just think. This whole. Pandemic. After the unfortunate death of George Floyd. We've seen. Police is just nowhere really. Told to be found. They move away from that third precinct. In the Minnesota. They now. Uh, they were voted. To dismantle the police in Minnesota. Seattle defunds. New York City defunds. Those guys are really trying to protect us those guys who literally looked at the autonomous zone in city hall and said i can't do anything there they're the ones that are being told to lock down it should be heartbreaking to americans that want to keep law and order and fair policing at the same time it's heartbreaking to me as i've said this this is personal because I really don't believe that um, I had survived 77 days in the NICU and been, been able to get to this point with my my family and my friends and my doctors, and nurses. Just to say, you know, say fine, this is great. Lock everything up. No, not anymore. The numbers of hospitalizations are down here in New York City, so far down. And I told you, my friend Keenan gives me stats, and I'll tell you the stat right now. Only 488 hospitalizations in one day this past week. Only two COVID deaths uh, on Tuesday. So we've seen it contained. We've seen the curve finally flat. This is what we were looking for. The flattening of the curve. We're here. <coughs> Sorry, we're here. We still got to be safe about it, but we're here. And I just feel like it's important to say that while we were locked down, crime was never on lockdown. Our enemies never locked down. In fact, they were harassing our boats. You know, the Iranians harassing our boats. Uh, Russia going into and crossing waters they shouldn't have. Forcing the U.S. military to act. What I believe is that we. we, I'm glad our military wasn't off their game or off their guard. And it's just a shame our our police were told to be off guard. To be in lockdown. It's okay. They're just going to peacefully protest. We don't need to stop them from anything else. And even Governor Cuomo said, hey, guys, there's 36,000 NYPD officers. What are you doing? Mayor Bill de Blasio, that's what he literally talked about in one of his briefings. He said, we must use the 36,000 law enforcement officials to let them do their job. And so uh, you might say, well, you should support for the protesters. He also said, well, with the rioting, let law enforcement do what they need to do. He literally implied that and said as much. And that is something that I will give him credit for, actually. Do I agree with him continuing the quarantine? Not necessarily, but you know what? That's not the focus of today. The focus is, even those who are essential, even those who aren't unlocked now need to make sure they're watching their back in New York because that crime is evident as ever. And it's not on lockdown. And if it's not on lockdown, then something's got to change. And if it doesn't, then America really will be at a disadvantage more so than before. And I hate saying law abiders would be at a disadvantage for locking themselves in and abiding. But I do think America had a lot of lost time this year. We have time for reflection, yes, because during those first few months, it was imperative New Yorkers stay inside while the cases rose. Imperative. But now, it's still very imperative that we reduce the shootings that are happening every night in our city. It's imperative that our mayor finally does something for the business owner, for the citizen of New York, who should have been rewarded. I get this. Should have been rewarded with a parade down Canyon of Heroes, like Mayor Bill de Blasio promised, by the way. Where was that parade? He promised the healthcare workers a parade down the Canyon of Heroes. Well, all I saw was fighting in the Canyon of Heroes. All I saw was people punching each other out, trying to get into Zara, trying to get to, uh, you know, Camden out of City Hall, trying to, you know, find any store they could in downtown Manhattan, blocks away from my office. That's what I saw on YouTube and Twitter, and that was not the reward um, uh, New Yorkers were supposed to get. Yet somehow that was what we were given. That's where we were treated to, if you will. Yeah, you can say the fireworks display was great, Off the Empire State Building and then the unannounced ones were beautiful at the end of the day. But that was also coming at a time where we had the illegal fireworks go up through the roof. Literally people dialing to complain to 311 about them every night. And they weren't just fire. They were professionally done. I don't understand it. So even that found itself in controversy. Our reward for staying in was being shocked at every firework going off. Our reward for flattening the curve wasn't a parade like Bill de Blasio promised. If anything, it was a parade of those who wanted a riot and loot. Peaceful protesters, they were there during the day. But When it hit about 10, 11 o'clock at night, that's when the trouble started. Every night. And that was the, the best reward that Mayor could give us to say, great job, flattening the curve. Now your business is going to be looted, boarded up, uh, may not even reopen again. That's your reward. Congratulations. I'm not, I'm talking about this because I'm not standing for it. I, I think he really needs to give the keys back to our city once and for all. And give the cuffs back, if you will, to the police to allow them to do the job. Where crime is never on lockdown. But the good people who want to lower the curve, they will lock down. Proven. They should be rewarded better than they were um, this past summer here in New York. The people in Kenosha who had businesses burned down should be should have been rewarded better for being good business owners good law-abiding citizens and they weren't and that has to be addressed too that you cannot turn a blind eye to that and if you do especially if you do to the minority business owners that are suffering through this then what is your cause It seems to be one thing only, and that is to dismantle the police. That would be the focus then. If you're not focused on anything else, you will then admit that you're not for the minority business owner, that you are, in fact, for just dismantling everything. And that's why I, I wish um, people would research all of this. Instead of just take the news clips... There's something deeper. You could, uh, Joe Biden could say Trump wants to defund the police. And I gave credit for the House to block actual cuts to that. By the end of the day, President Trump actually put in 2,700 more people, more officials on the ground during that. So let's make our reward heading into the fall something of an opening, not just a lockdown. Because that's what we really deserve. We really deserve an opening and not a lockdown. While crime never is a lockdown. Alex.Garrett21 is my Yahoo. Alex.Garrett21 at yahoo.com. We'll talk to you then. Uh, Stay tuned to more Alex Garrett podcasting.